We're getting a jump on the Mishnah Yomi for Shabbat Shuva. We are in Chala. We're not literally in the Chala. We're learning Chala, and we're in the third chapter, the first Mishnah. Ochlin Arai Mina Isa Ad Shetit Kogil Bechitin Vititamtem Bisurin. Ochlin Arai means you can eat it as a snack, as an informal, you know, just a, just a bite. Now we've seen this concept by Truma and Meiser already, that even though produce might be, you know, practically done, but you haven't brought it into the house yet for Meiser, you could still have a snack, you know, just to have one or two, just, you know, take it in your hand and eat one, but you can't have a sauda. You can't sit down at the table and eat from it until you've taken the tides. This is a similar concept by Chala, except what are we dealing with is a bunch of flour, and he's poured in the water, and he wants to have a taste of the flour. So, I mean, I, I don't know if people normally eat flour, but here, maybe he just wants to taste it, see what's going on, or maybe he's just uh, have a little snack of the flour before the dough is uh, mixed up into dough, and then you're going to need to bake it. So we would allow this until it's tit gogel, which means rolled up, like really kneaded into a dough, bechitin, with wheat flour. So you could take a little scoop of the flour and have a little snack. Vititomtem, and until it's pounded down, besorin, by barley flour. The partner explains barley flour doesn't mix as well as wheat flour. It's crumbly, it doesn't kind of get that smooth consistency. So instead of really getting it mit gogel, really um, kneaded up into a nice, even um, consistency, you just kind of pound it down and then stick it in the oven by barley bread. Again, barley bread is usually animal food or for carbon sota or carbon omer. It's not the normal, normally people are eating wheat. So at this phase, it's, it's kind of a dough and kind of not, because you've poured in the water, but it's not really mixed up and kneaded up yet. So it's still technically, even though you're about to make it into challah dough, about to make it into dough and separate your challah, it's technically not quite chayav yet, even though it's about to be. That's why you still achila sarai here. So Mishnah continues, Gilgalo bechitin timtima besorin. He kneaded by wheat flour or pounded down by barley flour. But once he's done this mixing, it's mamash dough now. Now he's chayiv mita. This is mita bidei shemayim. This is the punishment, same punishment for eating truma if someone is not a kohen. Kevon shekinit notenit etamayim. Once he's put in the water, magbahat chalata. He could actually separate the chala. So it's interesting. This is the same time period where he could technically snack from the dry flour, but once he's put in the water, he could also separate the chala. And we see a similar similar concept by Truma and Meiser also, where it's it's pretty much done, and he could separate Meiser, but he could also take a snack before it's a formal reaches the house or a formal suda. Similar concept. So Magbahat Chalata, so he could take the Chalat. As long as there aren't five quarter kav of Kemach, that's the shear, the minimum shear to take Chala, dry. So what's going on is if he's got a big old bowl of flour and he pours water in one corner and so you know one corner starting to turn into dough but the rest of it is still not dough still dry flour so if he separates flour right now then that dry flour that doesn't have any water touching it or mixing with it that's not really obligated in challah yet because it's not a dough yet it's still dry flour so he would have to go back and take challah again for that dry flour if it's the minimum shear 
five quarter cup. So he should really, you know, theoretically, once the water and the flour are in the bowl together, you could take kala, but really you should be mixing it up. Mishnah base, nidma'ah. So nidma'ah means it became meduma. Now what's meduma? It's a mixture of truma and chulin, of truma, which is the portion for the Kohen, and regular food, which everyone else can eat. So you can imagine if he's in the, someone's in the kitchen and they've got a bag of truma flour that they need to give to the Kohen, and they've got their bag of chulin flour, and they have a mix-up, where they combine them, it could, it could happen. So nidma isota achalo gilgula, before it gets kneaded up, talking about wheat flour, pitura, we don't have to take challah, because we don't take challah from truma. And here the meduma is truma mixed with chulin. Shemaduma patur, meduma is patur. Misha gilgula, if the truma gets mixed in after he's already rolled the chulin into a dough, chayevet, he would have to take challah. Because this original dough was already chayev to take challah. It was already an obligation to take challah now before the truma fell in. Some of the Mepharshim say this is talking about bismanazeh when the challah is dirabanan. Because dimua, the meduma, is also a dirabanan concept because uh, of mixing. That's astringency dirabanan. So if we can't say if, if the mitzvah of challah was deraisa, we wouldn't say the dirabanan of meduma would knock out the deraisa and he wouldn't have to separate. So the mission continues, no lad lost suffolk tuma. Now, if there's a doubtful tuma, maybe it touched the sherets. Achalo gilgula, before they kneaded it together, tase betuma. So go ahead and make the dough anyway. Misha gilgula, once he's kneaded the dough into a dough, and then there's a suffolk tuma, tase betahara. Try to keep it tahor. Even though there's a doubt if it became tame, and maybe it's tame, do your best to keep it tahor from now on, once it's become subject to Chalera Bosai. This is Mishnah for Shabbat Shuvah. We should, uh, you know, even though we have our doubts, we have our doubts about, we, we don't know what Hashem decreed for us on, on Rosh Hashanah. We don't know what Hashem's gonna, how Hashem's gonna look at us on Yom Kippur. We, we really should be in doubt. We are, in, you know, in the Sefer Benonim, at best, you know, God willing. So even though we have our doubts about, you know, am I really a tzaddik? Am I really worthy of life? We should do our best to stay betahara like this dough. Chazak Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos.